My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to another Shark Week episode. And in this Shark Week special episode, we're going to talk about The Shallows starring Blake Lively. And like a few other people, but mostly it's just a one-off for Blake Lively. So Right, exactly. And I've never seen this film, but all I remember is that you said that you actually kind of liked this film. At least when we were talking about 47 meters down, comparatively. Compared, yes, absolutely. I like this film quite a bit until you get to the end. And then it does the same thing that every shark movie does where it's just completely unbelievable. And I hate that. Yeah. And it's almost like they never know what to do with the shark at the end. Yes, exactly. It's like been so scary this whole time. So how do we one up it? And the waters bursting into flames i know that happened in real life now recently mm-hmm. but with a flare gun i don't think that that's how that works hated that yeah i don't know like i know that there can be like oil and in the water and that can happen but like you know it's with the flaming shark jumping out of the water and like yeah <laughs> You know, dramatics for movies and blah, 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 blah. Like, I totally understand. But, like, the anxiety and the buildup, you know, was was fine. So, basically, like, this film is pretty, I mean, I, I guess, suppose, you know, realistic-ish as far as the buildup. So, except for, I don't think a shark would wait around like that. This is definitely, yeah. like... They always give sharks more intelligence than sharks have. Not that sharks don't have some level of intelligence, but at the end of the day, they're fish, right? Absolutely. Like, why would it keep waiting around for her when it has this big old whale that it's already been eating on? Right. Like, and I know they try to justify it by her saying, like, oh, I swam right into its hunting ground. Yeah, but, like, it's not the feel that you get from the shark in this film is that it is vindictive. (laughs) Like. Mm -hmm. This is a petty-ass shark going after her. And that's just not the case. Like, you know, with cetaceans like bottlenose dolphins and especially like orcas, like they do have levels of intelligence and they will follow things and even like harass them to a certain extent. But sharks don't do that. They will stalk prey. I'm not saying they won't. But for days and days and days and days on end, they would have just moved on. And I know that she keeps getting in the water with the blood and all of that. And they're really playing that up. But even to that extent, sharks will just kind of move on. Right. I feel like why would it want to wait around for so long when there's easier prey elsewhere? Like a dead whale. Like the fuck I like the fucking dolphins that pop up when she's surfing. There's other things in these waters that it could easily eat. Right. Yeah. This dying girl is, you know, kind of mm-hmm. a, but of course it, it, it's a film and like totally get that. And that's just kind of one of those things where if you just watch film all the time and that's like your main thing to do, it's just kind of like, I'm going to pick this apart. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Other than that, this is probably one of those like it's not Jaws. It is not Jaws. That is going to be always the best of the best. But it's probably an, another step down from Jaws. I think this is a really good shark movie, as opposed to Ouija Shark that we watched recently, where we they know that that's a spoof. I feel like they actually <laughs> did a really good job on this one and tried. Yeah, and I mean Blake Lively is a very good actress. She's like pretty high tiered. It's not like they just got 
a random washed up celeb that needed a job right. or they got a no name actress that hasn't really done anything before. This is Blake Lively, you know, so mm-hmm. and she's a good actress. So when they are doing certain things, she doesn't she does them well, like it's very believable. And they also give her quite a bit of characterization. So there's not just like she's not just this random person with no story. They do give her like a reason to be there. And, you know, so she go, she's at this beach in Mexico. Something that I also didn't like is as somebody that like as she's a surfer and she goes to this beach because it was her mom's beach is what she says. It's a very secluded secret beach in Mexico. And it's the same beach her mother visited while she was like either pregnant with her or like right before she had kids, something like that. Mm-hmm. And her mom recently died of cancer. So this is a very sentimental trip for her to be able to visit this beach. Nobody will tell her the name of the beach. This locals have this very hush hush. They don't like tourists finding this beach, but if a tourist does get to this beach, they're not going to prevent them from going, but it's not like something you're going to find in a brochure. Mm-hmm. So, She's there and her friend ditches her that was supposed to go, which, first of all, that's a shitty thing to do because you know your friend is there for a very specific sentimental reason and you're just not going to show up for her. That's fucked. Yeah, and she's in the middle of nowhere with a language that she doesn't speak. Like, wow, you're a shitty ass friend. And also, as a surfer and someone that obviously has lived around the ocean, you don't do this alone. Mm-hmm. like that was a very naive thing to do because all sorts of things could happen like they did, but not just like, you know, getting attacked by a shark, but just, you know, drowning. <laughs> like, yeah. Some dude eventually steals all of like her phone and shit like that. She's just left on the beach or the fact that she is kind of a very naive character, honestly, because the fact that she did this alone and, the guy who takes her out there, he basically says, okay, I'll be back later tonight to pick you up. And she goes, no, 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 don't worry about it. And he's like, well, how are you going to get back? And she jokes that she's going to get an Uber. There's no name for this place. L- seriously, how are you going to get home? How were how were you planning on getting home? Yeah, like I would have just been like, cool, I'll see you tonight. Like what? Right. Why not? Why not take him up on that offer? Right. Or at least be like, okay, I actually wanted to, I don't know, sleep on the beach tonight. Can you pick me up in the morning? Like, seriously, what was your plan to get back to the hotel and back to America? Right. Like, I I didn't understand that either. Yeah. Whatever. And you do get even her family brought into this. So she takes a break from surfing at some point because she does go out to surf. She meets two locals and they surf together so there are other people but even when you meet other people who's to say these guys aren't like predators in some way like you have no idea because they do talk a different language about her and you can tell that they're talking about her but she has no idea what they're saying right and like i'm not gonna lie they don't end up doing anything creepy but at first they kind of give off like creepy vibes yes exactly so like you don't know who you're going to come across you don't know like you're just this like woman that's going to this random place in a foreign country by yourself that's just you know not not a super smart idea and then she takes a break from surfing for a little while and then video chats her younger sister and her dad and this is a very like typical 
you know, that we see this in a lot of movies, specifically about being a med school dropout, like Mm -hmm. medical school, like very popular thing to drop out of in movies. They're like, you dropped out of med school and now you're just like, we never see you. And so she's clearly just like dealing with the death of her mother by like thrill seeking and traveling and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, and she's struggling with her family a little bit. She does miss them and love them, but she's dealing with this in her own way basically by she peaced out you know she's like bye so while surfing on her own because the locals have left so no one is there to watch her if let's just i mean she could have just gotten there could have been a strong current or something you know absolutely like she's surfing for like a couple of last times during the day she sees a carcass of a humpback whale that has been attacked and is dying and as she comes up on it, she sees or a, a giant shark knocks her off her board and bites her leg. And that's kind of when this whole thing obviously starts. And she tries, she actually escapes it by climbing onto the whale. Right. Which that is part of why I liked this movie is because minus the naivete of not having a way to get home. She's actually an incredibly smart character because she checks the distance when she's being attacked she looks at the distance to shore and to this humpback whale and goes well that's fucking closer i'm gonna go to that body and she does that and she'll like time the shark as it moves around and things like that she is actually an incredibly smart person yeah and resourceful and you also the fact that she dropped out of medical school does come in like if this were Mm -hmm. a different character this would not this would have been a very quick film or a very Mm -hmm. quick scenario rather because it wouldn't have been a film but you know, she was written this way for a reason, but if let's just say we had a different type of person, this would have been very quick because they probably would have just panicked. And I don't even like, first of all, getting bit by a shark, like when I think that for most people just takes away your reasoning skill completely. Mm -hmm. Like you're bleeding, you're terrified, like, and she was like, okay, here, here, or sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know if it. I would be able to swim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Like, okay, I'm just going to die. Like, that's that's cool, whatever. But she gets to the humpback whale, climbs on top of it, but the shark flips it over, rams it from underneath. And that's another thing, too. Like, you know, a shark, an orca would do that. Shark, mm-hmm. probably not. You know, like, they're just going to move on. Maybe right. start eating the whale, and that would be an issue because you know you're on top of it so it's going to be gone eventually but you know the the shark is not going to consider you the prey anymore because you're gone you know right you're standing on top of food like yeah that's the food now so (laughs) but now it's she's in the water again and so she has to go to this isolated rock and it's it's not even like really an island it's just kind of this rock that has enough room for her to lie on and it's also only there because it's low tide right so she only has a very specific amount of time before this is going to be submerged underwater again and there's also this fire coral is what they call it so she not only has to worry about high tide this shark but also this coral this things like jellyfish so all these things are just like you know, making her life miserable. And also she's, uh, you know, bleeding a lot. Right. As she went over to this rock, also a seagull 
got hit by the shark as well. So now they're both stranded on this rock together. Yeah. Yeah. A little seagull. pet seagull. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would be so attached to that seagull. That seagull would be coming home with me. All right. I, like, I love the story of the seagull. Like, she ends up, she's so sweet because she's a med student. She ends up, it like had a dislocated wing and she ends up putting it back. And then she puts him on a little surfboard piece so that he can make it safely to shore. And it's really cute. Yeah. And they hang out for quite a while together. Mm-hmm. She nicknames him Steven Siegel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's Steven adorable. Seagal. Yeah. Yeah. And while she's there, like, she sees... It, it actually does some pretty good shots of her leg, which I thought looked pretty yeah. good. Like, just the torn, open flesh. It looks like... It's rough. And so she is... She realizes that, like, you know, she was a med student, so she has to do something about it. And she puts in these stitches, but they're obviously, like, just... She's being trying to be as resourceful as possible. So she has this necklace, and she's got a couple necklaces on. And so she uses one of them as a needle, and then, like, one of the chains is, like, thread to close up this wound and that just looked terrible yeah absolutely and she i thought it was really cool because she is a med student she's walking herself through it as she would a patient so she's like it's all right the area is numbed you're not going to feel anything it's not numb she's just like talking herself through it and then puts in her earrings as fucking sutures in her fucking thigh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah like mm, no thank you mm-hmm. like that's some um, really like strong will to like survive you know <laughs> like i don't know if i'd have that strong of a will man you know i th- it's hard to like in, especially in this case because you're you do have a high chance of li- like surviving this mm-hmm. honestly this isn't like you know one of those apocalyptic situations we talk about where i'm right. like oh my my like chance of surviving this are incredibly low there actually is a pretty high chance that you will survive this assuming the shark's not like high intelligence and super petty right right which it is but right yeah. but like <laughs> in most cases it would not be so assuming that you would have like a very high chance of survival so if you could stop the bleeding like she did more than likely you would make it but like you would have to stop that bleeding somehow but do you have it in you to do what she did no like i think i would get to the point of she uses her surf band like that they put on their legs she uses that as a tourniquet i think i'd probably get that far and then i would just try to swim to shore like that would be it that's all i have yeah or like put the sleeve of her wetsuit mm-hmm. i could probably do that right but, like that one made sense that's kind of keeping the blood in some so yeah like I, then i'd go I, yeah i don't think i could and, and i mean i wouldn't know how first of all but i think also you could that yeah figure out like if you can do like rudimentary sewing methods you know you right. could probably figure out how to do stitches just you know in skin right especially when you i'm not trying to like be like oh my god i'm a survivor because i watch horror but especially when you watch horror and you watch these people go through stuff you kind of like put it in your memory of okay i could potentially do that to survive a situation so it's like now that i've seen her do it i could probably figure it out but 
Yeah, I mean, horror does take from real life situations yeah. if it's if it's well written, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think enough of we've watched enough good horror at this point to at least have like an idea of what good decision making would be. I actually watched this interview with a guy who is a writer and a speaker and he's an engineer and of incredible intelligence. And he was talking about how like every generation's IQ is higher than the last. And he said, one of the big things that made our generation smarter than our parents and not like as an insult, but just, and he said, you know, the boomers shit on video games so much, but it's one of the reasons that we're actually Mm -hmm. more intelligent. And it's because they make you make critical thinking decisions and, you know, like even like things like GTA and stuff, you have to make decisions and you have to make them quickly and that you have mm-hmm. to think critically about them. So these types of movies and video games and stuff like have made us think about those kind of things. So I think at the very least you would have to and had experience even just in culture making those decisions from Absolutely. these movies and stuff. So that's funny because. Connor and I actually had that conversation the other day while driving. He was talking about, I don't understand how people cannot see, you know, four cars ahead and understand that they're stopping, maybe get in the other lane, go around them and keep moving on. Why do you have to stop? And he was like, I mean, I do that in video games all the time. And I was like, well, maybe that's why. Maybe it's because you've played video games forever and you know to think 12 steps ahead. Yeah. And I would like if I had kids, you know, everyone, even some of my friends that have kids are like, no, they're not going to play on their screens and blah, 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 because that's the type of rhetoric that they've heard so much. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of great value in movies and video Mm -hmm. games and screens like you can as long there are certain things that obviously are not going to give them any value from screens, but Mm -hmm. there are things specifically built for screens that have a lot of value and I would even argue that a lot of horror has a lot of value maybe not for three-year-olds but you know what I mean like (laughs) right absolutely so yeah big proponent for like if my kid wanted to like was like a huge video gamer I'd be like yeah I mean you need balance like I don't want you to get Mm -hmm. a vitamin d deficiency but (laughs) if that's your thing that's your thing sure I'm supportive you know plus you can make a shit ton of money being a pro gamer if that's like I know you don't need to be a pro at anything to enjoy it but but if you wanted to yeah yeah, that's what you wanted to pursue, then go for it. Anyways, so, like, I, I I still don't know if I could, like, put in. Now, sutures would be a different story. Like, stitches, if I had something to, like, mock thread. I did take, like, in third grade, they taught us how to sew. So, like, I still kind of know how to do that. So, that's kind of valuable. But, like, sutures or, like, I guess, like, the staple type things, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, are stitches and sutures different? Yes. In technique. Okay, that's what I thought. I've never had either. Thank God. <laughs> right. I think that would freak me out if I had to get my skin sewed up. Do oh, I actually I have had stitches. Actually, I had to take them out myself. How could I forget? Oh my God. <laughs> but they were only like two for a little skin biopsy, so it didn't like. I didn't have to go to the emergency room or anything, and it yeah. wasn't like bloody, so it didn't like register. But I did have to take them out myself because my insurance is terrible mm. and I wasn't going to have to pay for that. But it was yeah. only like two stitches. So anyways, that. yeah, it was all, it wasn't that great. <laughs> Moving on. So anyways, she's washed up on this rock. She has to put in her own stitches and she she'd be screaming. I'm surprised she didn't pass out, to be honest. Dude. I I out. 
Like before that I even got finished, I think I would have passed out because right? you have to put in two of them. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, thank you. So she, she even tries to get the locals to like flag them down and they leave. And it's like you think that they see her for a minute, but no. Yeah. But they, I don't understand why they're not wondering where she is. Like her shit's still there, but you don't see her out surfing. Yeah, you might be like, huh, wonder where that girl went. I mean, I guess just self-centeredness, unfortunately. Like, now, I, I don't know if I would even check, but I guess after watching this movie, now I'd be like, hey, okay, I don't see her. Maybe I should. Like, look around. Yeah, be more, I don't know. Especially because she's out there alone. Like, you didn't see her with another friend. I feel like I would take on some of that responsibility. It's like, I know you shouldn't have to, but it's like when kids are running around and you don't see a parent, like, you still take on some of that responsibility just internally. Yeah, but you're a woman. It's fair. That's a good fucking point. <laughs> just That's saying. Point. Like, you know. But, I mean, like, it's hard because, like, what do you even do? Like, if you see someone stranded out there and she's like, hey, like, I need help. Like, also, there's a shark. And, like, you just go get help. But it's like, I guess somebody go gets a boat. Yeah. But apparently the shark's going to flip boats and shit. Right, exactly. So, like, <laughs> a helicopter, but the shark's going to jump out of the water. This is the kind of shark right. we're dealing with. This is a Jaws kind of shark, you know? <laughs> right. So... So the the next morning, a man wanders out on the beach. And you know this is, like, not going to be great because what she can't see and what we can see as the audience is that he has, like, a bottle of tequila and yeah. it's, like, mostly gone. So he's yeah, been, he like, like, partying all night. passed out drunk on the beach, yeah. Yeah. And so wakes up and he does see her. And it's almost like, does he think that she's, like, in a hallucination? hallucination? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And... But realizes that, like, her stuff is on the beach. And that's when he goes through her bag and, like, takes out the sunscreen and, like, the she has, like, first aid stuff and takes all that out and puts her phone in his pocket and then grabs her bag and starts to walk away. That but, 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 but. He goes into shallow water because he sees her surfboard washing up and he's like, sweet, because those are expensive. Yes, but, but but I would not go out there to get it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I guess if I was drunk. Yeah, and you're like, I'm gonna sell this, make <laughs> right. some money. But the shark comes up into the shallow water and like literally bites him in half. And like the most, in my opinion, this is like one of the most dramatic scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Even though the ending is very dramatic, but like you see that her have this very visceral reaction to watching this and he's like crawling back and this is something else i didn't like about this shark it doesn't eat things that it attacks yeah often it's like the people that it attacks and so it just like bit him in half and you see him like crawling back up on shore in half but like you see both halves of him yeah so like it didn't actually eat him it just like attacked him for funsies Right, and just, like, threw him around. You can kind of tell from, like, the sounds and what she's seeing. Yeah. Though, like, not as still... Like, I'm fine with, like, a realistic petty shark, but this was, like, a not realistic petty shark. Not that a petty shark is realistic in the first place, but, like, at least eat them. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, even... So, after that, the two surfers that were there with her yesterday, they end up coming back in the morning as well. And 
they see her and she's like yelling shark get out of the water and they can't really hear her or they're like there's no sharks around here and then yeah one of them gets fucking thrown up in the air and then the other gets taken down somewhere but yeah it doesn't look like the shark actually eats them just kind of attacks them just get the fuck out of my water which you know maybe maybe humans should get the fuck out (laughs) yeah i mean at least they weren't doing anything worse than surfing (laughs) right yeah so after this like that guy got attacked and then the locals got back and she's trying to even after that guy like stole her stuff she was like don't get in the water don't get in the water there's a shark i probably would have been like (laughs) don't get in the water oh no but like you know he was drunk and like maybe he had a family he needed you know maybe he's he's not working because he's an alcoholic i don't know (laughs) right but like so they get in the water and then they're also killed. And she even saw, like one of them was wearing a GoPro on his helmet when he was attacked and his, like she even tried to like help him cause he got to her rock, but you know, didn't make it. And then later Nancy sees the helmet floating around in the water and she wants it. And so she like, it, it takes her a little bit, but she is able to get it. And mm-hmm she sees footage of the attack and notices that the shark has a hook stuck in its mouth after like, I don't know, probably tried to attack a fisherman or something. And the fisherman tried to get back at it. Cause she says something like, Oh, someone got you, mm-hmm. you know? So Nancy uses the GoPro to leave messages for her sister and her father. And as well as like, I have no idea where I am, but um, I met some secret beach in Mexico and I'm getting attacked by a shark. So, yeah. And she knows high tide is coming up. And you can see, like, on the screen, they keep putting, like, her phone text messages and her watch and stuff like that, like they have been doing throughout the movie. So you see her on her watch, it keeps counting down to high tide. And so she realizes that soon, like, she's going to be underwater. And she sends the little seagull to shore on a piece of her on a piece of a surfboard and she also timed the shark circles from the whale carcass to the rock she is able to swim to a buoy and that was not easy though no. because that i didn't really like this part personally I get it, but it also looked a little unrealistic and I could have done without it. I thought if she had just swam to the buoy and the shark like threw her through a loop and, you know, had like changed courses, it would have been a little better. But we realized, yes, yeah, not a huge fan. So we realized that the shark didn't like fire coral earlier because she was trying to, I think it was when she was trying to get the GoPro, Mm -hmm. I want to say it was like coming for her and it hit some of the fire coral and did not like that. And so she tries to go to the buoy and then all of these jellyfish start coming up and like, mm, she doesn't really have a choice because she's going to be in high tide and that her little island's going to disappear. But also like the shark's not going to like jellyfish, but like depending on the type of jellyfish, those can be pretty poisonous. Yes. She like takes one to the arm and she's just like, ah, like she screams, but that's it. And I'm like, I think I do more than that. And she's in the middle of hundreds of them and only one touches her. Bullshit. Oh yeah. You, she would have been, if that was like, 
a real life, she would have been entangled in them. Mm-hmm. Completely entangled in them. Probably would have died, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't exactly know, like, what I would have done. But maybe instead of sending the little bird to shore, maybe taking that surfboard and, like, used it as, like, a paddle to get the fucking jellyfish out of the way or something. Yeah, something. Like, mm. But they get the shark, too, I guess, so that's good. Yeah, and then she kind of, like, meanders through them and gets to the buoy because she can see the it tied to the bottom, so she makes her way there. Yeah. Which is and- smart, actually. Like, that's another thing that I don't think I would think of, but now watching this movie, I go, oh, that's right. Buoys are, like, they do have things on there just in case somebody gets stranded, like a fucking flare gun and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I would have been like, okay, that's a safe place to land because, like, it's got a ladder so you could get up from the shark mm-hmm. and it's bolted to the bottom. But, like, I didn't know that it had stuff on it, mm-hmm. you know. But she gets to the buoy finally and she sees other boats passing by through, like, like they're obviously always away. And she sees a flare gun and it does not get their attention. But there is oil in the water. Yeah, but she fucking shoots one and it just lands in the water like nothing. And that one doesn't burst into flames. Yeah. I don't know. And then the other one does. And Yeah, once she shoots it directly at the shark, like action movie style, like it's going to hit him right in the eye. I don't, I didn't know flare guns had that much like, like could stay like that lit in water. But I guess divers take them down. So I guess. Right. Well, I mean, they take flares i don't know if flare guns yeah but like the the ammo she ends up dropping it all in the water i feel like would it be ruined at that point but maybe not because it's on a buoy which are constantly you know taken over by fucking waves and shit so maybe yeah Mm. i don't know somebody knows out there (laughs) right stupid bitches (laughs) (laughs) so the shark gets pissed from being set on fire, but I'm pretty sure sharks don't get like pissed like that and like come back for revenge. I'm pretty sure it would have just been like, I'm like done here. Left? Yeah, yeah. Like at that point, isn't this not worth it? Yeah. But no, it's big mad. Yeah. So then it starts attacking the buoy and rips it out of the chains that were securing it to the bottom. And so Nancy decides to strap herself to one of the chains as it is ripped from the buoy and she is pulled down very quickly to the ocean floor with the shark following her and at the very last second pulls out of the dive that she's in out of the chain and the shark impales itself on the buoy's anchor. There's like a bar sticking out of the buoy's anchor and that's how it dies. So that was the whole like final scene there and it was very like how would you even know what was down there like that like that there was like a bar sticking out like that yeah that's not like I hate I hate the ending I hate the fire part and I hate this part like her just being yanked to the bottom so fucking fast I don't know I just call bullshit on the whole that whole scene yeah yeah I, I I wish that there had been like I don't really know like I'm it's not my job to write movies and endings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like but I I get, you know, they had to end it like in some big like Yeah. But I mm. 
Yeah, I mean, you know me. Like, I've said it a billion times before. An ending can ruin a movie for me. And I don't think it ruined it at all. But I feel like it probably took it from I was having a grand old time at a five down to a four. Just because of those two scenes. Yeah, I mean, like... And at the end, the way that she gets out is in the beginning, we saw this kid find a camera on the beach and watch footage of a shark shark attack, a shark attack, (laughs) (laughs) a shark attack. And he ran to find someone. And you realize that that's the GoPro that she sent a message on. And that was like after all of this had happened. And so you see at the end that he goes to find his dad, I'm assuming. And his dad was the one that actually drove her to that beach. Mm -hmm. So he realizes that that's the girl he drove to the beach and runs out there to find her. And she has basically like washed up on shore. And I don't think she would have come back from that. Like, I'm pretty sure she would have drowned because (laughs) she's just laying there for a while and then just randomly starts coughing up a bunch of water. Nah, she, I'm pretty sure she would have (laughs) died. Yeah. Like he doesn't even do anything to push the water out or anything. She just kind of. Yeah, I'm like, bro, turn her over or something. Right? Like, you live by the beach. You can't tell me you don't know that. She's on her back. (laughs) Turn her over. Yeah, but if I were him, man, I would never stop the I told you so's. I would be like, I should have fucking stayed, huh? I should have come back that night, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then we see a year later, she's back in Texas, and she's taking her her, uh, sister surfing for the very first time. I have something to say about that too. On a, on a pristine, no other people around, nobody on this beach. Okay. Her hometown is Galveston, Texas. <laughs> Let me just tell you a little something. The beach I have been to most in my life is Galveston, Texas. And all of my friends and Texans listening know this goddamn well. Galveston, Texas in the Gulf of Mexico is one of the ickiest, brownest, seaweediest beaches you will ever go to in your whole fucking life. That is not white sand. That is not blue water. You do not surf in fucking Galveston, Texas. And when they showed that and were like, Galveston, Texas, one year later, I was like, bull fucking shit. Maybe that's California. And then when you look up where it was filmed, Australia. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. I was like, yeah. you have all of, like, you could pick anywhere for her hometown to be. Why not pick California where mm-hmm. they actually surf? Or that actually kind of looks like that. Galveston is a brown ass <laughs> icky beach. It's fine for all intents and purposes of just going to on a quick beach trip if you live in Texas, but it looks like shit. It does not look like I'm that. looking at pictures. It looks pretty gross. Yeah, like it's because it just gets churned up a lot mm-hmm. because of where it's at. But it did not look like that, baby. Like it is. <laughs> it looks like like you've been to Rockport. It looks like fucking Rockport. You yeah, know what I mean? like was the director or the writer from Galveston and just wanted to put hometown in there or what? I have no idea. But like you can get Galveston on some good days. But, like, most of the time, it's, like, a very flat beach. The waves aren't great. Like, I really don't think people surf at Galveston. I have been there many times in my life. Boogie boarders, yeah. 
I, I saw a picture of some dude holding a surfboard walking yeah. out. So maybe never, never seen a surfer in my fucking <laughs> life. That is not where you go to get tubular. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. No, you don't go to Texas. Like maybe South Padre, but even then, I don't think so. Yeah, so. it feels like a propaganda thing for Texas. Like Texas has everything. We even have surf. <laughs> I, but I don't know why. Like <laughs> that's a very California thing, you know? Right. Or Hawaii. She could have been from Hawaii. Right. Mm. I don't know. Four out of five for me. You know, I'd probably give it a three out of five. Like, I enjoyed it. I don't think I'd give it a four. But, like, there are, like... It, it's all right like especially for a shark movie like most yeah. of them i'd probably give a two oh, uh, right this exactly. one definitely gets above that and it had a big budget too it was like 17 to 25 million Damn. dollar budget so like and the shark looked pretty real most of the time mm-hmm. like it didn't feel super cheesy at all which also sully siegel got a credit so yeah, that's right yeah like big fan of seagull (laughs) and the movie so yeah i mean like and the surfing like she looked like she was actually doing it even though i'm pretty sure she yeah she was not actually surfing she was actually pregnant when she did this movie she was pregnant with her second child yeah i'm like that is so wrong i'm gonna like look like a fucking i'm gonna look like that dead whale out there (laughs) (laughs) yeah this was filmed in new south wales and queensland australia like what this did get pretty positive reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 78% con- consensus from critics and a 59% audience score. So uh, pretty positive reviews and reception. And I think that's because people are so tired of shark movies being so over the top and cheesy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be like sharks are inherently like if you're, if there's a shark in the water, that's just inherently scary. Yeah, that's why I was so, I literally watched 47 Meters Down, I'm pretty sure in the same day as I watched this one. And I was so happy to watch this one because when I first originally watched it years ago, because at least it was real-ish, wasn't so ridiculous. Yeah, because like 47 Meters Down, that is scary on its own. Like just being Mm -hmm. dropped to the bottom of the ocean, you know, and like your oxygen running out. And then, like, they're being sharks. But then they made the sharks, like, specifically, like, going after people. And it's like, eh, you don't need that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How are you going to get back? You know, I I just, you know, meh. But this one, like, yeah, that's that's scary. And even if the shark is, like, over-exaggerated, it's hard to make a shark movie and not over-exaggerate the sharks. But also, like... Um, I do have like an issue with shark movies because shark week actually this year partnered with jackass. I don't know if y'all know this or not. Oh my God. No, no, no. It's for a good, it's a good thing. Okay. (laughs) I was like, what are they doing to the fucking sharks? They're not. So they're actually sending the crew in with sharks basically because jackass doesn't really have a lot of fears, especially because like they did wild boys back in the early two thousands and stuff. So they did a lot of things with dangerous animals so that they can like erase some of the stigma on shark that if you just get in the water with them, they're going to attack you like stuff like that. So like I, it's just a little bit dangerous because sometimes people will just be like, yeah, sharks are fucking evil and they're just going to come after you for no reason. Like, no, not really. So they partnered with jackass this year to like send them in with the sharks to show people like, Hey, like, they're they're mostly just fish with teeth but that being said 
if there's a shark on the fucking beach, you should get out the fucking water (laughs) because (laughs) they don't really differentiate between that's a human and I shouldn't eat that. Like, like orcas do. That's like, that's an, that's an intelligent being or like, that's a fish and I'm going to eat it. You know what I mean? Right. So they're still like predators and you shouldn't fuck with them. That being said, you should also not kill them. So yes, you know that you're still in their home at the end of the day. Be respectful, man. Yeah. Just be weary. They're not going to revenge kill you, though, so (laughs) at least there's that. And at that, happy Shark Week. Yeah, enjoy it. Go to Discovery and check that out. I'm going to. Like, usually I'll watch a few Shark Week things, but a lot of it's like they do the same similar things every year. But now that the Jackass cast is involved, I'm going to, like, check it out and see what they do. So Eli Roth is doing something, too. I don't know what channel it's with, but he's doing an actual documentary type thing it's not like a horror movie but something with sharks i don't even know what it is but i'm looking yeah well if it i don't know if it's if it's with the actual shark week but that's through discovery and if it is it'll be on discovery but we'll have to look into that and report Mm -hmm. back and see what they're doing so Thank you so much for hanging out with us for, for this review of The Shallows. If you would like to hang out with us on socials, everything is The Extra Sisters Podcast, and Twitter is at The Extra Sisters. And if you would like to join our Patreon, it is patreon.com slash The Extra Sisters Podcast. Until next time, stay creepy. 